Welcome to the Successfully Unemployed Show, the place where ordinary people become extraordinary by finding the path to financial freedom through entrepreneurship, side hustles, and passive income. We've already blazed the path, showing you how to retire early and have financial independence so you will never work for someone else again. And now, here's your host, Dustin Heiner. Hey, welcome to the Successfully Unemployed Show. My name is Dustin Heiner, and I'm here to help you learn how to quit that J-O-B, that just overbroke job, by investing, by having businesses, by having side hustles, basically doing everything that you can to not work a nine-to-five, because I'll tell you what, it is so much better working for yourself because you have so much more value in yourself than your boss will ever, ever pay you. Because if you think about it, if you're working for somebody else, you're working an hour, you're getting paid for that hour. Now, your boss is only paying you just enough to keep you working without quitting, but not so much as taking money out of their pocket. Now, it's understandable. I'd rather be the boss. I'd rather be the owner of the company, the entrepreneur, the one that is actually calling all the shots, paying people to do work. And that's what I do in all of my business, my real estate investing business, my online businesses and all that sort of stuff. I do all that stuff, and I want to show you how you can quit your job. That's what Successfully Unemployed is all about. And today, I am bringing on an expert in online business. She does an amazing job, and she also has a fantastic niche. Now, a niche or a niche, I pronounce it niche, obviously, but a niche is something where you niche down. You get smaller and smaller. Let's say you have the big market. I'll give you an example for me. In real estate investing, there's so many different ways to invest in real estate, flipping, wholesaling, rental properties, Airbnb, and all that good stuff. But I niched down to just real estate investing. That's what Master Passive Income is all about, just the rental properties. Not everything else, just rental properties. That's niching down. That's an example. The expert that I'm bringing on today has niched down her online business to something so small as succulents. Succulents, a little tiny plant. And she's making a killing teaching people how to do this. Now, I do want to show you how to invest in real estate literally for free. Get my real estate investing course completely for free. Text the word rental, R-E-N-T-A-L to 33777. Or in the description, go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash free course. It'll be all one word forward slash free course. It'll be there for you. I will get that over to you right away. Now let's jump into today's show where we're interviewing a fantastic expert in online business who makes a lot of money and is going to show you exactly the steps how to do it. Let's interview Cassidy Tuttle. All right, let's do this. Cassidy, thank you so much for being here on the show. Thank you. I'm super excited to be here. Thanks for having me on. Now, I just got to jump right into it. How did you think or why did what made you think that teaching and having a website on succulents would actually be something that you can actually make money from? Like my mind is just blown when I first heard that. Yes. Well, the funny thing is I didn't think it was initially. So um, my background is photography. So I have a BFA in photography and I was working as a photographer, just doing freelance. And there were aspects of it I liked, aspects of it I didn't. But when I found out that you could make money online, I started really diving into that because I've always been really business minded. So I, I actually went to school initially for business and then realized I didn't want to take business classes. I just want to learn about photography. Um, but when I learned you could make money online, I had posted a few articles on my photography blog about succulents and realized that's where all the traffic to my website was coming from was to those articles. And so I happened to be ranking in Google search 
uh, which is a little bit harder to do now. But that's when I, once I realized I was getting traction from that, um, we switched it over to its own website and very intentionally turned it into a business. But I actually remember having a conversation with my husband. I'm like, man, if we could ever make like $5,000 a month in succulents, that would be mind blowing. Like, I don't know if we can get there, but that would be amazing if we could do it. Um, and now we're doing a lot more than $5,000 a month. So, um, it was one of those things, like I could see that there was potential there. I just didn't realize how much potential there was. Um, and it also became a really big trend too. So we got in at a good time and really capitalized on that as well. Well, you probably started the trend. It probably seems like you're the catalyst for all of that. So good for you. Now, when you, how long have you had, a quick question, how long have you had um, Succulents and Sunshine? So the domain Succulents and Sunshine, we bought in 2013. So I'd had a few succulent articles written before then, but 2013 was really when it became a business and when we were really intentional, intentional about um, making money with the website. That's that's terrific. I started Master Passive Income and Successful Employed uh, separately, but Master Passive Income was in 2015 is when I first started. But yeah, I mean, it does take time. I, I Now, how long did it take before you started? Now, obviously, you had some articles. You already had the the, the photography website. You Did you then point that over to your new, like you basically took that article, put it on Succulents and Sunshine, and then pointed that one over there? Is that how you got that started? Yep, exactly. Yeah. So those had probably been on there for maybe six months or so on the photography blog, maybe a year at most. Um, and then we moved them over to Succulents and Sunshine, the domain, and we just redirected those URLs and then started adding more content to Succulents and Sunshine. Um, and yeah. Yeah, that's great. So from from there, how long until you started, you started in 2013, how long until you actually started making money, like not substantial money, but just a little bit of money, like $100 here, $100 there? So the cool thing was I actually made my first $100. So we bought the domain on Valentine's Day, um, which makes it memorable. And um, I made my first $100 or at least got the deposit in May of 2013. So just a couple months. Was that's great. Now, what would, how did you make the money? Was it through affiliates? Was it through courses or what would you, what'd you do? Um, that was all through Google AdSense. So initially that's where most of our income came from was from Google AdSense. And, um, so yeah, that was like the, the notable moment. Like I actually remember the first time I had $5 worth of ad revenue for a day and found out one of my friends had just gone and clicked on all my ads. I'm like, okay, don't do that again. I'm going to get banned if they see you doing that, but thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, but it was after that, actually, we started getting some traction. And then in May was when we had our first $100 month. So think, let's, I want to go back to the niche of being succulents and teaching on something like that. Now, obviously you have, you enjoy succulents or at least somewhat about, it. you wrote a book about it. So tell us a little about the, the progress from first finding and knowing that you want to talk about succulents and then developing the site, then getting that book. And then from then on, how did that process go? Yeah. So I had seen succulents in magazines and just different places kind of popping up. So the trend really started about 2012 and I'd just seen them pop up. My cousin had had some in her wedding um, bouquet. And I'm like, these are really cool. And they're very photogenic. And I actually did food photography, food and product mostly. So succulents were really in line with that because they sit still and you don't have to tell them what to do. Um, 
but I bought my first three in the winter and I was trying to figure out like, okay, how do I actually grow these indoors? And all the information out there was basically on growing them in Southern California, you know, in this beautiful outdoor climate that's perfect for succulents. And there wasn't a lot of information on how to grow them indoors on a windowsill in the middle of winter in Utah at the time was where I lived. And so um, I just started experimenting. Like I read a bunch of books, started experimenting, figuring out what worked. And that's what I was writing about on the blog was today we did this, or it looked like, you know, this succulent needed some more water. So I tried watering it today. Um, and that's really how it started. And it basically just filled the gap for me of, I needed some information and I couldn't find it. So I was researching it and experimenting and then sharing. And ultimately that's what the website has been like from then on. So um, I've obviously learned a lot more about succulents since then. I've been able to connect with um, people who I would definitely consider to be experts in the field. Um, there's one guy that I met early on. He's been growing succulents since he was 12 and he's probably over 60 now. So it's been cool to find people like that, learn from them, and then be able to turn around and use the information myself and teach it to other people. Um, and then kind of from the business perspective, I realized um, that I was getting search traffic from how to propagate succulents. Um, so you can grow succulents from like a leaf or a cutting. And that was where I first started getting traffic as I was trying to propagate succulents, posted some photos, said what I was doing, and started showing up on the first page of Google for propagating succulents. And that's when I started really diving into like, okay, there's something here. Like without trying, I made this happen. Now what can I do to increase that more? And realized obviously there wasn't enough information for me to get what I was looking for online. And so I basically created what I needed just from finding people locally and reading in books and then experimenting and then sharing all of that with other people. So it went from knowing that there's, that you number one, like it, and then you see that there's something in it and having your first website, seeing there's getting traffic and then developing that, then you wrote a book. Now there was something special about writing that book, wasn't there? Yeah. So the book came about a year um, probably a year and a half after I had switched over to succulents and sunshine. Um, so at the, so I bought the domain in 2013 and it was actually in May of 2013 that I quit doing freelance photography. That hundred dollars was <laughs> surprisingly enabling. Um, but then about a year and a half later, we kind of got to this point where the, the blog income had not been growing. And I'm like, I think I maybe need to go back to freelancing or at least adding some more clientele in addition to the blog. Um, and that's when I got the offer from Idiot's Guide to write a book for them. And ironically, I'd had, so I'd had about, I think three other publishers contact me before then, but the, I guess the short version of the story is those offers did not work out. They didn't make sense long-term for my business. And I told my husband, I'm like, if I could just get paid X amount to write a book, no strings attached, I would do that in a heartbeat. Um, and Idiot's Guide came to me with that exact number. Um, and it was right when I was saying, okay, I'm going to start putting together portfolios. I'm going to go start contacting clientele. And then I got the offer from Idiot's Guide. And that was enough to like financially to get us through the winter, which is our slow season. And um, both made me never want to look at a succulent again. And then also it eventually got me really excited about it. But 
Um, but the book was like really good validation for me of like, okay, I, I know what I'm doing. They found me through Google search or through Pinterest. They think I'm an authority. I can write this book. Um, so I ended up writing the book in three months, which was insanity. Um, but it was, it was really good. And it, it helped me realize, okay, there are some other things I can definitely do on the blog to help increase it. So I took about a month off after I wrote the book and then, um, and then just dove in really hard on the blog, really started focusing more on like driving traffic. Um, we launched another ebook after that or two ebooks. We launched a couple after that. Um, and just really tried to monetize the traffic that we already had as well as increase the traffic. So what would you suggest for somebody that is saying, you know, I want to start an online business and number one, they would not have a niche already. Um, what, what would you suggest for them to get started? Now, there's a lot more to learn on how to actually do an online business right, but Let's just think of a niche. Like I'm just thinking for myself, if I'm gonna do, my niche right now is rental properties with master passive income and then successful unemployed teaching people how to quit their job. Now, if somebody wants another niche, like throw pillows, I just kind of throwing that out there, whatever it might be, like how would they figure out if a niche is worthwhile to go after that they can actually make money from? Yeah, so there's a couple different things that I usually look for. Um, one, I feel like it's better if it's something that you are interested in. Um, so my husband and I actually have several URLs that we've purchased of niche sites that eventually we will get to um, once we <laughs> decide we're ready to work on them. Um, but we want it to be something that we're interested in. So for us, it's usually like a hobby of some kind that we want to start learning more about. So I like personally, I am obsessed with pottery. Um, I in my dream world, I would get paid to make pottery for a living. Um, and I've not made anything that anyone would want to buy at this point. So. Um, you know, but just learning about it is fun. So something that I'm interested in also something that there, there are products related to that you can sell or be an affiliate for online. So I know a lot of people will actually create products themselves, um, you know, and have them produced and sell them themselves. I'm usually looking for something that's already on Amazon that I could be an affiliate for, or, um, Etsy also has an affiliate program. So that's another great way to kind of promote content. So something that there are products that people use consistently um, or will purchase multiple times and there's some variety to it. Um, so succulents works really well in that way. There's thousands of varieties of succulents and people always want to get new ones or they have some that die and they replace them. Um, there's pottery. So there's a lot of different things that we can link to. Um, and then also there needs to be some sort of question or problem that you're solving. And it doesn't necessarily have to be like someone's typing in how to grow succulents or how to make pottery. Although from my perspective, those are easier because you can actually teach something. Um, but the way that I will usually validate that is just, um, there's a plugin called a uh, Chrome extension, sorry, called keywords everywhere. And just for a really, really low price, I think it's like a penny per search or something. Um, they'll show you how much search traffic a particular keyword is getting. So after I know that it's something I'm interested in, that there's money in that niche, that's when I would validate it by just looking to see if there's traffic online. Because um, personally, and I know you're kind of in this boat too, I want to get traffic without having to constantly work for it. Um, which you can do ads and different things. And I know that works for people, but um, 
if I stopped doing any sort of promotion, I would keep getting traffic right now because I'm ranking in Google search. So for me, it's all about finding something where there's search volume. So people eventually can organically find me and then just have that consistency of traffic that way. It's so much, that is so much better than paying Facebook or go, I go to Instagram or YouTube. It's just money going out. So you have to make up that money that you're paying in ads when if you can get people getting into your system, what it, buy from you or whatever it might be for free, mm -hmm. that's so much better because you're producing great value. Now, I want to talk about when you were about to quit your job, you were basically going to stop. You had some people that weren't supportive and other people that were. Tell us about that process of, and then what was going through your mind as you were realizing, hey, I could actually make a really good go of this. Could, this could be a good business. And then any doubts that creeped in and anybody else that might be talking to you and, and how you pursued um, and went through, I guess, went through all that entire process and then came out realizing, hey, I have a business. I'm going to go with it. Yeah. So at the time, so I was doing, I had one main client that I was freelancing for. I was working about 20 hours a week for them. They decided they wanted someone full-time for that same price. And I'm like, no, thanks. I don't want to do double the work for the same amount of pay. Didn't sound like a good deal to me. So, um, and that was at the point where the blog was making about a hundred dollars a month. Um, my husband was in a PhD program and he had some funding for his research. So fortunately for us, we had enough that we knew we could pay the bills. Um, and to me, that was really important because I know there's a lot of people who are like, I'm just going to quit my job and just try this. But blogging really takes a long time to get traction and get going. There are ways you can speed it up, but at the end of the day, it's just going to take some time. Um, so that was like a safety net that I felt like we had. Um, and I, you know, my husband obviously felt like it didn't make sense for me to keep shooting for this company. Um, said, so I said, well, what if I just do the blog? And I said, if I find other clients that are a good fit along the way, you know, I can do some freelancing here and there. Um, I'm like, but our expenses are covered at least for the summer. So what if we just go all in on this? And he's always been one that's like, yeah, let's try it. Let's see what happens. Um, so he's been very supportive. And I would say that in general, most of the people I'm connected to are pretty supportive, but they're also, um, what's, what's a polite way to say that they, they, they have some doubts, right. Or reservations. So, um, when I made that switch, I went from making like $2,500 a month to a hundred dollars a month, you know? And so my parents, my husband's parents are like, uh, you're going to do what now? Like, um, okay. Like this doesn't make any sense. And, you know, cause obviously they're, they're, they want to make sure that we're going to be financially sound. Um, so that was a little bit scary going into that because no one really understood what it was I was going to do. Like, I didn't know that many people who were making money online, um, other than these random people I had found online or like, uh, Pat Flynn, um, his podcast was the one that really motivated me, but he was making, you know, tens of thousands of dollars a month at that point, which did not seem attainable for succulents. So it was kind of challenging to not really have a support system in that way of people who were already blogging or making a lot of money through a blog. And even the bloggers that I knew about who were making money, they were all in like a lifestyle niche and they just appealed to this broad audience, not succulents, which was really specific. So um, I definitely had some doubts about whether or not it made sense to keep it so small on succulents. 
Um, interestingly now, like six years later, I think we actually should have niched down more to just talking about growing indoor succulents. Um, that's probably a different story, but yeah, there was just, there were a lot of things that could go wrong. I also didn't really know a lot of the tech side of it. So that was scary. I was bootstrapping everything. There would be maybe a handful of things here and there that we'd hire out for like $50 at a time, but I didn't have a lot of money to put into it. So it was just, a, it was a kind of scary transition. And looking back, I'm like, well, duh, that was of course the right move. But I'm sure I was crazy stressed out at the time. Like, okay, I have to make this work. But I had also set for myself. So my husband's funding that um, for his research, we had it through the end of the summer. So I knew that we had bills covered through the end of August. So I'm like, okay, if nothing happens by the end of August, I'll move on and do something else. But in that time frame, we went from making $100 a month to the end of August, I think we made $1,500. So we were able to make it to where it wasn't like, it wasn't a full-time income, but being students, it was close enough to a full-time income that that was worth um, staying on. So I think the thing that kept me going though is just my husband was like, oh yeah, just keep doing it, keep trying. Um, and just realizing that I was the one learning about online business. I knew the potential that was there. And in my head, just logically, it all made sense, even though to people who don't understand this non-traditional job, uh, it seemed like craziness. Yeah, $1,500 is a lot of money. I mean, now with your, your as much as you're making now, definitely I'll see, I'll, <laughs> blows that out of the water. But when you're just getting started, especially if it's only been you know less than a year, you're already making a good amount of money. Now, tell us about the income streams. And you know, obviously the amounts we don't need to know, but how, in what ways are you making money through your website and your online business in general? Are there one or two, or are there many different ways that you make money through your site? Yeah, so we've tried to kind of diversify as much as possible um, while still doing things that are um, mostly passive. So I have a lot of friends who do sponsored content. It's not something that's ever really aligned with me. Part of it's because I grow succulents or teach people about succulents. There's not that many companies who are like diehard succulents. Um, so the three main ways that we generate income are through ad revenue. So we've moved on from Google AdSense and we have a company we use now called Ad Thrive, which they're awesome. So they manage that. So if you come to the site, there's ads there. We make like a penny for every page view um, that we get on average. And um, so that's one. And then also through affiliates. So we have several people who sell succulents, um, Amazon, Etsy, and other places that will pay us a commission if you purchase through our links. And then the way that we're really trying to ramp up income right now is through our own product sales. Um, so that I think it was within a, about a year of launching Succulents and Sunshine, I had written an ebook, and so we were selling that. And then we've written, I've written a couple ebooks since then. Um, we have an online course, and then we just introduced um, about two months ago a membership, so the Succulent Lovers Club. And um, for the most part, our, our income has always been fairly split evenly between those three, so like 30% ads well, a third ads, a third affiliates, and a third our own products. And now with our focus on really optimizing for sales and conversions, um, our products are starting to take over more. So now that's like 40 to 50%, depending on the month. 
That's fantastic. I mean, that's, that sounds really good. Now, is your husband working at all or is he helping you in the business or what's, what's, what does it look like with you and your business and your family? Yeah. So it kind of just looks like whatever we want it to. Um, so for the most part, he's hanging out with the kids or pursuing hobbies, whatever he feels like doing. Um, I usually tell people he's kind of tech support now. He, he likes technology more than I do. And so even though I had it all figured out, I let him take care of it. Um, anytime we need to buy something new, he loves to research products and deals. So that's all up his alley. Um, and then I also have a full-time assistant. So she's the one that really keeps things moving along and going. I probably work, a, I try to work 20 hours a week. Sometimes that happens. Sometimes it doesn't. Usually it's less. Um, and I want to work 20 because I would just like to get more done and keep things moving forward. But the beautiful thing is, you know, we are able to, like, we volunteer a lot with our church and we do stuff with our kids. And so it's just there's a lot of different things that we're pursuing and just enjoying life instead of being stressed about, okay, we need to be making like another $10,000 right now or, you know, um, it'd always be nice to have more, but we really like that we can kind of do whatever we want. Or if a friend calls and says, Hey, we have an emergency. Can you watch our kid for a couple hours? Usually that works out and you know, we can help out. So we've kind of enjoyed that lifestyle of not having to stress while money is still coming in. But then obviously we have a lot of ways where we can um, put more time in and make more money both now and in the future as well. That's, that's fantastic. Now, if you were to go and give your former, you know, when you actually had a job and you're taking pictures and you realize, hey, I, I might want to do something. If you can go back and give yourself some advice on either how to get started or how to not do it the wrong way or something you learned now that you can go back and give some insight to yourself, what would you share with yourself? So there's probably two, the two biggest things I would say is um, one to start an email list. I think that's a concept for a lot of people. I didn't do that until quite a bit later. I also didn't do any sort of affiliate marketing until like two years in. Um, and that was huge. That was after, I think that was after I wrote the book is when I started getting into affiliate marketing and that doubled our income. Um, so that was a big increase. Um, so with the affiliate thing, just not being afraid to sell from the beginning. And I know a lot of people are like, well, I'm brand new. I just have this new website. But if it looks like a fully established website, no one who's coming to your site knows that you're new. So there's no reason to like wait until you have an audience to sell. You could maybe wait to develop a product until you have audience to give you input or feedback on. But there's also ways that you can get that information without having your own audience. Um, so I think I would have been focused more on alternate sources of income other than ads earlier on um, because they tend to be a lot more lucrative ads are nice because they're consistent and if you have the traffic it's amazing but if you don't have a lot of traffic it doesn't really bring in that much income whereas um, if you're selling your own products or affiliate products it's a lot easier to promote those and um, increase your conversions and sales that way so that those would be the two big things is start an email list and figure out how to use it sooner and then also just diversifying income and not being afraid to sell from the beginning that's great. I love those. Now, I know you're big on on not just numbers, but like analytics and seeing, you know, how you can optimize pages and how you can basically utilize all the different data 
that you can get. And that's one great, great thing about online business. And with Google and WordPress and everything that's out there, there's so much information. Now, I'm not that smart. You're much smarter than me. Tell us a little bit how we can utilize analytics and all that sort of stuff to make our businesses better. Yeah. So I feel like one of the things where I've seen people kind of going wrong is when they are doing ads, not having like a clear purpose to the ad and not knowing what value they're getting out of it. Um, there's some people who are like, if you're trying to sell a course and you're running ads straight to the course, um, hopefully you can track, hopefully you have tracking in place where you can tell the difference between like an organic sale versus um, through the ad itself. But the thing that I have really been focusing on lately is revenue per user. Um, cause my traffic fluctuates a lot throughout the year and our conversion rates fluctuate too. Um, and that can change whether you're selling a high price product or a low price, um, conversion rate at that point is not super helpful. So I've really been looking at like how much money are we making for every person that's on the website? Um, so really for me, that comes down to just having Google analytics installed and then also, um, in our emails and any sort of promotion that we're doing, um, Google has a system set up, they're called UTM parameters, and you can add that to the end of all your links. So if I am sharing a post on Facebook, it has these U UTM parameters on it that not only tell me it's coming from Facebook, but it's telling me what like link specifically it's coming from. So I know that on Pinterest, one of our pages that's doing the best is um, on why is my succulent stretched out? And that's the one that for us drives the most sales. Um, and that's trackable mostly for our own product. It's a little bit trickier to figure out for affiliates. Um, but for the most part, if a page is selling more of our product, it's probably selling more of other people's products as well. Um, and then also looking at it for um, which pages are driving the most email opt-ins because I know if I can get someone on my email list, um, there's a certain percentage that will end up purchasing products coming back to the website and driving more traffic that way. I love that. And those UTM parameters, there is a lot there and there's so much you can learn. And understanding the customer journey and how your customer goes through the process of number one, finding you, but then to the end, actually purchasing or doing something that actually earns you money or money or makes you money, understanding that better is going to help you so much more in order to figure out how to help more people that are in the same position. You know, because if somebody gave you money, it's because you provided something that's beneficial. There are probably plenty of other people out there that are wanting to do the exact same thing. You just need to make sure that you can get them in that position so that they can actually give you money. So uh, Cassidy, is there anything else that we should know about an online business and starting a niche and basically trying to be able to be successfully employed with an online company like yours? I think the biggest thing is just being willing to try something. Um, there's kind of a fine line between like doing your research first, like before you pull the trigger and researching so much that you don't get anything done. So um, if you want to take kind of the blogging or website approach, I usually recommend that people start by writing 10 to 20 articles to just see if they like it, see if they want to keep going with it. But once you have that, like just get it done, get it out there, because the more you do, the more you learn. Um, those first articles that I wrote, well, blogging was way different in seven years ago, but they were not great. They weren't really even that helpful but they've just constantly evolved and been updated through the years. 
Um, and even our eBooks are that way. Like we've updated that content. So just don't be afraid to put something out there and try something. I've had a lot of things go south and not work out, but we've learned from every single one of them. So I think if you can learn from what's working and from what's not working, and being willing to just keep trying, keep doing something new. That to me is where people become successful is they're just, they have the consistency of putting in the work. They're not like overly stressed or intense about it, but just like moving on one day at a time. And, um, and eventually you'll get there, find something that works. That's a great, great advice and a great point. Now, if you don't even get started, you're never going to be able to see if you can succeed. So you want to get started. I personally believe that having an online business is a fantastic source of income. In fact, I have, I think, uh, four or five different sites that are niche sites that I'm constantly getting articles written. For, uh, having, I personally also have other people. I'm blessed with enough money to buy uh, or pay other people to be freelancers and write for these articles um, and for my sites. And so they are the ones that write them and I put them up on my site and that drives traffic, which makes more income. So there are so many ways. I, I personally think right now, even though it's right now, it's the end of 2019, it feels like online business, online blogging, online podcasting, everything has been around for a long time. But if you think about it, what's going to happen in five years from now or 10 years from now or 15 years from now, it's only going to keep getting bigger and bigger. It's just starting in my opinion. And I think right now it's like a, it's an online or a, an internet real estate land grab. Like you need to be grabbing all these domains and you start um, creating these niche sites. If you have five niche sites that are making $5,000 or even just $1,000. That's $5,000 a month if you're able to continue that. And so, yeah, Cassidy, I'm really, really excited about your business. When I first heard about it, I was like, man, this is fantastic. I, such a good, good business that is delivering a product, which is information, content, and helping people. That's what business makes. I think business is better when it makes people's lives better. And absolutely, people want what you're giving out and they're wanting to pay you for it and other means. So I'm super excited about business. So Cassidy, how can other people find you or learn more about your business or learn more about you? Yeah, so um, mostly if you wanna learn about succulents, you can go to succulentsandsunshine.com and you can contact me through that as well. And then slowly we're adding a little bit of content to cassidytuttle.com as well. Um, that one's kind of been sitting on the back burner, but someday there'll be a lot more helpful information there too. Well, Cassidy, it's been great, great having you on the show. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a lot of fun. Today's episode has been brought to you by the Real Estate Wealth Builders membership. That's the membership that I founded teaching people how to quit their J-O-B by investing in real estate rental properties. Now, Real Estate Wealth Builders is your place to learn how to invest in real estate with five different masterclass courses, group coaching with me, and a private student community where we all work together, all the tools and the discounts, all the resources, and everything that you need to quit your J-O-B by investing in real estate. Now, I do want to show you how to do this completely for free. If you want to learn about investing in real estate for free, I want to get you my free real estate investing course. Go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash free course. It'll be in the description, masterpassiveincome.com forward slash free course. You can see how you can quit your job, that J-O-B, by investing in real estate. I'll show you how to find properties, how to use other people's money to buy properties, and how to scale the business to be successfully unemployed just like I did. Also, if you got anything out of the show, share it with just one person. Share it with just one person so that they can see the light, that it is so 
much better to not work a job, be successful, unemployed, and be your own boss. All right, guys, this is it for today's show. I will see you next week. See ya. Yeah.